listeners, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where you will receive solid inspiration and prayer that will set you up for a solid weekend. And guess what? An even better week. Now listen, I get it. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. You may want to sleep in a little bit, but I want to assure you that whether you're in the bed, you're exercising, or even running errands, if you tune into this podcast, then there is a word for you. So I'm not going to prolong the time any longer. Let's dive in. So the title of this week's episode is I Needed Something New. I Needed Something New. Now, here's a fun fact about me. Maybe some of you guys know it. Some, some of you guys don't. But I used to be a kid model. Now, back then, <laughs> I didn't like it too much. But nowadays, I mean, come on, put me in front of a camera. I'm ready to pose. I got you. I absolutely love taking photos now. But anyway, I reached out to my photographer to let him know that I was in need of a photo shoot. And he was on board, as always. And He asked me, he said, what is this shoot for? What's the reason for this shoot? Now, I was about to reply, but then I paused because I had a general reason for the new photos and it was for marketing and my website. But I had to pause because I had to think and I thought, that's a good question because I could have really used my old photos. There was no need for the new, but I wanted the new. And when you think about it, that's the type of society that we live in. It's always presenting something new. It's something always has to be moving or going on. And honestly, because of the desire for new things and living in today's instant world, our attention span has decreased significantly. I mean, back in the day, if we were to do something like this, a podcast or something like that, I think that adults will be able to listen to an hour podcast very easily. But nowadays, people tell you don't record over 30 minutes because the intention span is not that long and your listeners will drop off. And it's the truth. And I think it's because so many other things have our attention. Like we can't focus on one thing. We always have to be doing multiple things at one time. And although sometimes, especially in the career industry, that may be good because people are looking for employees that are able to multitask and multitask effectively. But there are sometimes, especially when you expect elevation and promotion spiritually and even naturally, sometimes that's not a good thing. Sometimes you just need to focus on one thing. Sometimes you need to take it one step at a time. But what you will find is a lot of people will find themselves very uncomfortable taking it one step at a time because they feel like things always have to be moving. I was thinking the other day because I ran across this uh, ad that said that Apple is releasing the iPhone 13. And I thought to myself, why does Apple need to release another iPhone? I mean, we haven't even learned the other one well yet. But all they're doing right now is just feeding the craving that people have for new things. I mean, it's the same thing for Jordan's and all these other businesses that continue to put things out. And I mean, more power to them because the demand is there. The demand and craving is there. So guess what? They're going to feed that craving. But we as a people, we got to learn that we got to slow down because we can miss embracing the new, living in the new, because we're always on the go. When you're on the go, 
you can miss the new. So you can have somebody come to you and prophesy, oh, you're in a new season or you're about to experience new things, but you will never see or embrace those new things for an extended period of time because you're always on the go. You're not focused on it. How can God develop you to be able to thrive in that new season if you're not willing to be still so that you can focus on the things that he reveals to you? You have a lot of underdeveloped people that are walking around you know, that are going from one thing to the next because they did not be still when they were supposed to walk into their new season. There is always something new. And, you know, honestly, people embrace new things always coming to them. So my question is, if we are built to embrace the new things, then why is it so hard for us to embrace new spiritual things? Why is it so hard for us to embrace new seasons? And honestly, if I were to answer this question, I don't think that it's hard for us to embrace new things. I think that it's hard for us to break out of the old and live in the new ways, because that's what happens when we continue to go on the go, always on the go. We don't take the time to be still to realize the old things that we need to let go of. We take the word of, oh, you're in a new season, you're in a new time, and we like the idea of it, but we don't do the work to prepare ourselves to walk into that new season. So you have a lot of people that never experience it because they were not still enough to do the work to experience it. Many people tap out during the waiting period. And I was reminded of the story of Noah. Y'all know the story of Noah. Noah heard God and he was obedient to God. God gave him a new word. He gave him something out of the ordinary and he told Noah to prepare for it. And guess what? As Noah was preparing for it, God walked him through the building process. God was there the whole time, helping Noah build, giving him instruction. And then it was time to trust God and move because the word that he gave to Noah, he was about to make it manifest on earth. So it was time for Noah to trust God and move out. Then somebody say, and then, (laughs) then as Noah trusted God, this happened. It stopped raining. Now, many of us, when we read this, we think it's a good thing that it stopped raining because the flood stopped. But do we realize that there was a period of time where Noah was not able to thrive and live in the new that God told him would be there? He had to wait for the process of the water to dry up. He had to wait in that period. So for a year, for one year, Noah was left floating on the water, waiting for the water to dry up so that he could begin to live in his new season. And if that wasn't enough, God didn't say anything to Noah in that waiting period. So for a full year, if you read the Bible, God didn't say anything to Noah during that whole period that Noah was waiting for the water to dry up. God didn't speak to Noah again until Noah was able to walk on the dry land a whole year later. So God said, and he may be saying this to you, I'm wiping things out so that we can begin new, so that you can begin new. So I need you to do this, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I need you to do these things. And then after you do those things, after his word manifests on earth, he's silent while you are waiting on the new. 
a lot of people drop out in this period because they're frustrated because they're like, God, I did all the things that you told me to do. I was obedient. Uh, People said I was crazy, but I did it anyway. And now that I did it, where's the new at? Where's the thing that you promised me? You got me floating out here. There's nothing out here that I can relate to. It feels like I'm isolated. You ain't talking to me. Like, what's the real deal, God? You know, when you receive a word that you're in a new season, you don't expect the waiting period to be extended. But sometimes it's needed. A lot of times it's needed because God has to work out stuff through us. He has to work out some things through us. Do you keep cycling back around to your old season because you dropped out in the waiting period? Do you continue to doubt yourself when it seems that you are alone in the process of getting to the new? Or are you frustrated because you uprooted some old ways, but you're still stuck in the old season? Many people won't tell you this, but I'm going to tell you today. We've all been to a point where we have been frustrated. We've been confused. We've all been there. Breaking cycles and breaking into the new requires patience. It requires commitment. It requires endurance. You must wait as God completes the work in you. And that's what it's really about. When God unfolds his word to manifest in the earthly realm, when he gives you a word, there's something on the inside of you that he has to work on so that you are able to thrive in that new season. He has to make you aware of the old things that you have to let go. Because guess what? Old things become habits. And you don't notice those habits because they are a part of your lifestyle now. But God is saying, no, I need you to get rid of that part of your lifestyle because that part of your lifestyle won't survive in this new season. You won't thrive like you were called to thrive. You won't thrive like I've designed you to thrive. So you got to let go of these old belief systems, these old habits and lifestyles so that you can thrive in this new season. You don't see that, but God does. So he has that waiting period there so that he can reveal it to you and you can do what's necessary for him to work that out of you. You must wait as God completes the work in you. Nothing is rushed with God. And if you are listening to this podcast, then I invite you to share, post, and hashtag nothing is rushed because nothing is rushed with God. God doesn't rush, y'all. So why do we? And you know what I found? When we rush, we sacrifice unnecessarily and miss being blessed by God. You rush to get the new Jordans or the new iPhone 13. But how do you know that God wasn't sending a person to unexpectedly give you a pair of Jordans or an iPhone 13 or both? Yes, it's true. We serve an extravagant God, y'all. We serve a God who wants to bless you. We serve a God who wants you to break out into the new, but you must endure his process. You got to wait. There is purpose in time. So don't be so quick to move. Just because God hasn't given you new instructions doesn't mean that his instructions for your new season has changed. Oh, my Lord. Just because God hasn't given you new instructions doesn't mean that his instructions for your new season has changed. God is establishing something in you. Uh, One of my favorite scriptures, Philippians 1, 6 says, I am sure of this or being confident in this, that he who has started a good work in you 
will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. God is establishing something in you. The process that you're in right now, he is establishing something in you. He is establishing the new in you. If this is spoken to you, then I'd like to pray with you. I know the struggle, y'all. I know the struggle. So I don't minimize it at all. You hear me? I don't minimize the struggle at all. The struggle of getting into the new and letting go of the old, old mindsets and things of that sort. I don't minimize it. But there's something else that I know. I also know that God is bigger than all of your struggles. All of them. You can place them all up against God at one time and he can handle it. Let's pray. Our God, our Father, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your consistency. I thank you for your loving kindness. Oh, Father, you're just so good to us. So we come to you with grateful hearts to say thank you. We bless your holy name. We bless your powerful name, Father. The name above all names. What a mighty God we serve. Father, I come to you on behalf of my brothers and sisters today. Father, would you strengthen them? We believe you have great things in store for them, Father. We believe that we are walking in a new season, God. So right now, Father, I pray that their faith would not fail them. May their eyes be set upon you, Father, for you are the author and the finisher of our faith, and we thank you for that, God. Father, I pray that you would cast down all strongholds on their minds, God. Cast down all strongholds that hold them. Uproot any hindrances that are caused by old belief systems. And I pray that you would loose any entanglements that are detrimental to their growth and their destiny in you. Lord, send your anointing now to destroy every yoke of bondage in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you would shatter every barrier that encloses them, Father. And I pray that your peace in their time of waiting would saturate their heart, would saturate their mind. Would you send the peace that passes all understanding in the name of Jesus and lift them up, Father, in Jesus' name, God. Lift them up right now, God. Be the lifter of their heads, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that their hearts would be lifted. I pray, God, that their minds would be lifted. I pray, God, now in the name of Jesus, that you would lift any weight that is holding them down, God, that is keeping them from moving forward in their new, Father, in the name name of Jesus. Release your peace, God. Release your joy, Father, upon their lives, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray right now, God, for them to find contentment and satisfaction in you. I pray, God, for this time to be a time of refreshing for them and that they will receive a second wind to pursue after you, that they would not get tired. And I say even now, Father, for them to not be weary and well-doing, for in due season they shall reap a harvest if they faint not. Give them a second wind, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I also pray that you would sharpen their discernment in Jesus' name so that they would be able to identify the temptations and see the way of escape that you have provided for them, God. 
I pray, God, that they will be loosed of the strongholds that hold them from progressing to the next level, from glory to glory, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, remove the scales from their eyes, God, so that they can see, God, the progress and the promise that you have placed before them, Father. Remind them of your promise, God. Remove the fortresses from their minds that keep them in bondage, God, that keep them in a negative place, God. And I pray, God, that a refreshing wind of your glory, God, would saturate every faculty of their being. I pray that you would send your east wind now, God, to destroy every negative fortress, God, that is trying to overtake their mind, God, that will keep them in a place of negativity, Father. And I pray for freedom in their mind now in the name of Jesus. Loose your stronghold, Satan. Set God's people free in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over every soul that is listening to this podcast right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Nothing can penetrate against the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. I pray, God, that the cycles will be broken in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that they wouldn't even have the temptation to look back even as Lot's wife did. Father, I pray that their eyes will stay focused, that they will look unto the hills from whence cometh their help. All of their help comes from you. Father, I pray for a new focus to fall afresh upon them. And I decree and declare, no more going back, no longer turning back. May they rest in knowing that you have their back and you will sustain them in this period. In the name of Jesus, I pray for their confidence to arise. I pray for their faith to arise in this season and period of their life, Father. I decree new things. I decree the new to take place in their life right now in the name of Jesus. Break out in the name of Jesus. Your fresh start is right around the corner. We declare it in Jesus' name. And we decree right now, hallelujah. Raise your faith right now. Raise your faith right now. We decree right now, Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19 over you. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to the old things. Look, God is about to do something new in your life. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, he will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Receive the new. The new is coming now. He's about to do something new. Remove the scales from your eyes. Hallelujah. Remove connections that will keep you blinded from seeing God's new. And I pray for new connections to come into your life like a flood overtaking you so that you can be refocused on the new that God is releasing in your life. I decree 2 Corinthians 5.17 over your life. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. See, the new has come old has passed away right now father i decree and declare that old things have passed away we let go of the old we let go of the old and we receive the new in the name of the new has come and it is so it is so in the name of jesus father we thank you for the new and we receive the new in this time in jesus name we pray hallelujah amen and amen hallelujah god is good i like to thank you for joining today and it is my prayer that you have gotten inspiration and prayer today and if you did by chance get that which i know you did then i am confident that you will surely have a solid saturday see you next time Mm -hmm.